Wave. It is the Wave 97.9 WHAV. And on the line is April School Superintendent Margaret Murata. And uh, Margaret, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. Well, good morning to you. It's always a pleasure. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, let's see, you've got a lot of stuff that's going on today. You're, you're, you know, you're always in the news. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing. I try or... to only read if it's good stuff. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I I always tell people never read the comments on uh, on Facebook or social media. Uh, never. Who wants that stuff? But um, before we get into the into the like the hardcore stuff, you, a couple of things are are going on today you know, or or going on soon. Uh, things like uh, theatrical productions and stuff like that. Yeah, our um, theater program at the high school will be presenting uh, Treasure Island this weekend. Uh, there's a variety of times if you look on the web the website at the high school, but I know 7 o'clock uh, Saturday night is among them, and I think there's a Saturday afternoon pr- performance as well. And they really do a, a phenomenal job. So uh, encourage people, if they're looking for a little entertainment, to go on by. Yeah, and those, uh, that really is very nice. And these kids... Um... I was never in theater when I was in high school, but my uh, my sister was. Uh, although she she was in uh, she played in the in the orchestra pit. She was the uh, the no. piano player. But uh, yeah, uh, but uh, I remember going to all those things and you know listening to her play and, and watching all the kids. I was just fascinated by all these. Yeah, all the my uh, my sister was older than me, so they were, these were all the big kids, <laughs> and uh, yeah. they, did, they did a great job. Oh, they're they're incredibly talented. The, the kids in Haverhill are—it's amazing the production that they put on. Really nice. So, so, uh, so with that, uh, the the play uh, getting underway. You know, other things are probably in in progress too. You know, for uh, well, you know, we're already talking about the the Christmas parade. So, uh, I'm sure that they've been practicing for Christmas concerts and stuff like that. Absolutely, and we just we just finished uh, last week and with homecoming. Um, so last week was Spirit Week at Haverhill High. Um, we had our football game against Methuen on Friday night, where we we did lose by by just a a little bit, but it was a a good game. Team played strong. The cheerleaders, as always, were phenomenal. Um, it was it was a really good showing. So I think they can be proud of the fight that they put up. Um, and then. Um, on Saturday night, we had the homecoming dance, um, which was great. It was a lot of fun for all the kids, no incidents, um, just just a good time. So it was a great week for us. Well, that's fantastic. You know, that's that's what uh, school should be, you know, a, a great Absolutely. time and a, a, and a chance to learn, too. Um, you know, we had a story as well recently about the uh, the MCAS scores, and uh, mm. and surprisingly, uh, you know, they they weren't great compared to previous years. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure it's all that surprising after you know almost three straight years of pandemic and several years with either no school or partial school. Um, they they weren't great. Um, they weren't they weren't great all over the state. I would say that you know Haverhill's looked much like other. Um, Towns um, down in similar places and in similar ways. Um, last year, our ELA was strong and our math was down, and, and that was similar to the state. This year, it's the exact opposite. Um, math is up. Actually, math is up pretty pretty substantially in Haverhill, um, maybe a little bit more so um, than other communities, but ELA is down. Um, I think most concerning for me is, is the third-grade reading scores. 
again, not surprising, those kids who, you know, left first grade, um, missed half of first grade, and then were in and out of second grade and um, hybrid learning, and then they went back to school third grade. The, those scores are, are not good. Um, so we're really we're really looking at what, what we can do to support the kids and make some of that learning loss up, um, you know, really concerning with those younger kids. Our, our middle school kids fared better. Um, but. So ELA, English Language Arts. And, and yeah. if I remember the story that we had correctly, uh, uh, Haverhill is like there's two ways that, that Haverhill is uh, affected because of being a gateway city. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah one is uh yeah, you know there's i guess uh yeah it's uh people that are um in the poverty area but then uh too there's uh there's a language uh, issue as well too. Yeah, we we kind of get doubly impacted um but you know that we know that you know and our educators know that and we try to plan around it and put extra supports in place for kids you know our kids Kids in Haverhill are the smartest kids anywhere, and, and we just need to give them the supports that they need uh, to excel. So that's what we're we're trying to do every day. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, I heard uh, the other day, whether or not it's true, I heard that the uh, that Haverhill Promise Reading Program uh, is going to be coming back? Yes. They've hired a new, or we've hired a new um, director. Her name's Jessica. I think it's Killen or Callen, I'm going to pronounce that wrong. Um, but she will be moving to the area shortly. Uh, they actually did a national search and found a really phenomenal candidate um, from out of state. Um, so she is uh, going to be joining us in Haverhill shortly, and we're, we're really excited um, to have that partnership, um, really working on the community end of things, the out-of-school time, attendance, um, those sorts of issues, because attendance obviously really impacts learning. So we want kids there every day, and uh, they're healthy. Yeah. Now, um, it, it, now Haverhill Promise, it's a, a grade-level reading program, and I, I remember that they were focusing on third grade, and, and which is something that you were mentioning, too. Uh, so important to make sure that you're reading at the right level at third grade it makes it a lot easier the rest of the way. Absolutely. It's a big red flag um, when kids are, are, are reading below grade level at, at third grade. Of course, right now, that red flag's on a whole lot of kids. So um, in some ways, it's more important. In other ways, it's, it's more difficult. Um, so we just have to address it for everyone. And you mentioned absenteeism. Is, is that any better this year? It is better this year. Um, you know, last year with uh, the pandemic and the um, quarantines, uh, you know, Haverhill was hit hard by uh, by COVID. And so Lots of our kids were quarantining. Our teachers were quarantining. There were several times when we almost had to shut down our schools um, just due to lack of staffing and the amount of people who were out. So not surprisingly, we had lots of absences, and, and that definitely impacts learning. But it's it's looking much better this year. Oh, that's good. And I remember, uh, yeah, last year uh, and the year before, Katie Voziolis, the, uh, the, the, the <laughs> she was she was going nuts uh, because you know, <laughs> she had a lot to do. She did have a lot to do, and I'm afraid she still has a lot to do. Um, but I think it is uh, more more possible to do now um, that it's more typical nursing duties and things. She's still very busy. Well, that's that's uh, good to keep her busy, but you know, making sure kids are are healthy and that's that's important. Absolutely. 
And, and we also want to talk about healthy, uh, healthy school buildings, too. And the last time we had a chance to chat, we were talking about the, uh, the, uh, the plans for the Constantino School. You, you were submitting those to uh, the school building authority? We were, and we did. Um, so what happens, we submit all the plans. Obviously, it's pages and pages and pages of plans, and they have teams of people who go through them. Um, and they come back with some questions for us and the architects and the designers. Um, and so they did that. Um, fortunately, the questions were pretty minimal. Um, so we were able to answer those. Um, you know, went through them yesterday, actually, and actually a meeting that was under an hour um, to get the answers. Um, we'll send them back um, this week. And um, we expect a vote um, by the Massachusetts School Building Authority to sort of move us into the next process. Um, which is design and development, um, the end of this month. Um, and that's, that's really, I think that's the, the fourth of five stages. And I think the fifth stages is actually shovels in the ground. So we are, we are getting there. It's been a long process. Well, that, that'll be a, a nice thing. And now, and, and I will admit uh, that I'm not normal when it comes to uh, certain things. And uh, I was looking at uh, legal notices <laughs> the, okay. the, the other day. I, and I, I saw a, a legal notice for, uh, I, I want to say it was for the school department for leasing some property. Is that anything big? Well, we are looking to lease some property. Was it a, was it a, yeah, uh, like three, I don't know how many thousand square feet. It was a, a yeah. big place, yeah. It was a big place, yes. So our Gateway School um, is open now. Um, it is at the Kroll School. Um, we knew that we were going to immediately grow out of that building, uh, but we didn't have any choices. We put out um, an RFP request for proposal last year looking for Space in Haverhill, either ready-made or ready to build out um, for a school for, you know, maybe up to 300 um, students. Um, I think we're looking at minimum of 15,000 square feet. Um, and so, yeah, we, we put the bid out again, uh, hoping to find some space that's appropriate. So if anybody out there is listening, um, feel free um, to either um, look on Haverhill, uh, City of Haverhill's website. You can call the superintendent's office, talk to myself or assistant superintendent Piffling. Um, you know, we're, we're actively looking for space. Yeah, and that's not um, – that's normal where you would put out a request for proposals and then not like, uh, you know, if you get anything that it didn't fit, you know, do it again. So that's yeah. a, certainly a normal thing. And I heard that that school is uh, – going really well this year i think it is yeah it really it really is it's 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 making a difference for a lot of kids and uh it's pretty exciting you know we'd like to be able to slowly grow it Um, but right now we are at capacity in that little building with uh you know 100 teenagers so um. all right well is there uh, margaret anything else you'd like to add this morning I can't. I can't think of anything else. We're just. We're just getting up every day and, and doing it, when and doing it the best we can. <laughs> that's that's a good thing. Yes, uh, and we covered a lot of territory today too. So I, I appreciate all that. And, and good luck with the uh, with the rest of the Constantino uh, uh, proposal. I, I hate it when they come back and ask questions. <laughs> no, <laughs> At least they no, were simple they're the, questions. They're the state. They're going to ask questions. It's okay. We have answers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
terrific. All right, thank you so much. Uh, Haverhill School Superintendent Margaret Morata, our guest this morning, right here on The Wave, 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. Catch the Wave, WHAV.